From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monyoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Well, clean water seems to be a topic that we discuss a lot on this program. After all, it is called Two Rivers, 30 Minutes. I guess that makes sense. And the rivers play such an important part in the life of everybody in western Pennsylvania. Uh, One of the groups that is trying to help keep those rivers clean is the Allegheny Watershed Alliance, and they have a new program to do some tree plantings along both the Allegheny and the Monongahela rivers in our area. Rebecca Zasis is the executive director of the Allegheny Watershed Alliance. Good morning, Rebecca. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good, thank you. So tell us, first of all, uh, what is the, the, the group? You're with the Allegheny Watershed Alliance, and, and how does that relate to the Allegheny County Conservation District? So the Allegheny Watershed Alliance is a nonprofit that has been started under the Allegheny County Conservation District to support the work of watershed groups in Allegheny County. Okay. We want to provide services and support and lower barriers for watershed groups to function successfully and hopefully for the growth of new groups in Allegheny County. We, we may have to define some of these terms, like um, what is a watershed, for instance, uh, but we'll get to that in, in just a couple of minutes. Do, do you have a, a website that we can give out for people to get more information? Of course. Uh, please visit, visit awapa.org. Oh, that's easy to remember. awapa.org. Um, before we get a little bit more into the background of the group, uh, there was an announcement in the, the end of January by the uh, Pennsylvania Department of Conservation and Natural Resources about um, something called planting a buffer or constructing a buffer along the Monongahela and, and Allegheny Rivers in the watershed. So tell us a little bit about that, because that's what got me interested in, in talking with you in the first place. Sure. So this grant is part of an initiative of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania to plant um, as many trees as possible by 2020 along streams. Stream buffers or riparian buffers provide an invaluable role in helping out with water quality. So this is just the vegetative strip of land that runs alongside a stream. So that's a mix of trees and shrubs and flowers and grasses. By 2020, so, as many tre- you said as many trees as possible. Or 2025. I think it's okay. 95,000 acres by 2025. Wow. That's a big project. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we are hoping to be um, a part of that and helping 2,000 trees across out of Allegheny County. Rebecca Zasis is with the uh, Allegheny Watershed Alliance. They are at awapa.org. We're talking about what they do um, in terms of helping preserve the health of our local streams and also about this uh, uh, new project they have uh, to plant trees and vegetation along the watershed. So how, what, what do the trees do? Does it, does it purify the water? Does it keep rainwater and pollution out? What does it do? Yeah, so the... Streamside trees do many things. So first and foremost, their roots stabilize soil so that when water rubs up against the bank, it's not eroding the soil and taking away from the stability of the bank. Okay. It helps with flood protection. It helps with absorbing runoff. It improves the quality of water entering entering the streams, and it helps um, for their uh, groundwater, groundwater recharge. 
provide shade to cool temperatures in streams. So we attract higher quality fish like trout okay. and provides in streams nutrients with dropping branches and trees. That's really important for insects or foraging, providing habitat. Also, they provide wildlife habitat. There's so many things that they do. And they also increase uh, property values and aesthetics, aesthetic values of our, of our area. And, and, and on, on whose land? I mean, is this on private land? Is it on public land? Uh, will this, these trees be planted? Ideally, um, these trees we planted on public land, okay. so municipally owned land. Mm-hmm. We are still sorting out. We're still in the early phases of analysis, so not all of our sites are finalized, but that's our goal. We want to maximize access for people to visit and mm-hmm. help maintain the buffers um, and also help municipalities out with their meeting their stormwater goals, reducing sediment and improving water quality. This is such a big project. Um, uh, Rebecca Zasis is with the Allegheny Watershed Alliance, awapa.org, and we're talking about, uh, we're going to talk about, first of all, what they do, but uh, right now we're talking about this, this project to plant um, 95,000 acres. Do I have that correct? Well, no. Uh, we are planting 10 acres of trees. Oh, this God. Thank you. The, <laughs> I was going to say. This is part of an initiative by the... Commonwealth of Pennsylvania to plant 95,000 trees by 2025. Okay, yeah. so, okay, so statewide it's going to be 90. I was going to say, that seemed like an awful lot to me. I'm not great at math, uh, but 10 acres along the Allegheny and, and Monongahela River watersheds, um, as Rebecca was saying, to help provide shade, to help uh, catch pollution and stormwater runoff, and also to improve uh, property values. And they are the recipient of a $90,000 grant from the Department of Conservation and Natural Resources. Does that just sort of help you get started, or is that the entire project budget? No, the entire project budget is around $220,000. Okay. So 90, we're getting 90000 from um, Department of Conservation and Natural Resources. Is there the a- rest will come from in-kind and studies that have already been previously done okay. from the Allegheny County Conservation District okay. and the Allegheny Water Alliance. Okay. Um, tell us, uh, let's, let's, let's back up just a little bit um, because we kind of jump into the, to the news part of it, but I, I want to talk more about the group. Define some terms for us, first of all. What is a watershed when we're talking about, let's, let's stay with the Monongahela River since that's um, where we're located. Uh, what is a watershed when it comes to like the Monongahela River? Okay, so let's talk about the Monongahela River watershed as a whole. Yeah. So when it rains, very simply, when it rains and water hits the ground, gravity is in control. So all the water that hits the ground in the Nongahela watershed is bound by hills and ridges. So think about water falling into a funnel. And okay. the water that goes into the funnel has to drain to a common point, which is at the bottom, right? Right. So anything that, anything that falls within the Monongahela River watershed will eventually make its way. All the streams, all the groundwater, all the runoff will eventually make its way to the Monongahela River. And, and so how, that's, the, how, that's the common point the water drains to. How big is that funnel? How, how far does that watershed um, extend? Oh, well, um, you, can, you can have a watershed. It, watersheds are nested. So okay. Sub-watersheds. You can have a watershed as small as a, we say as small as a footprint or as large as the Mississippi River watershed. So the Monongahela River watershed flows into the Ohio River watershed, and the Ohio River watershed flows into the Mississippi River watershed. And then the Mississippi River watershed flows into the Gulf of Mexico. So um, it could be very small. So there are little, all these mini watersheds that contribute to the Monongahela River watershed. Mm -hmm. And then the Monongahela runs into the Ohio and so on and so forth. So it really just depends on what you're looking at. 
because I've heard of things like the Turtle Creek watershed, which, you know, for through right. North for Sales and Pitcairn and, and Trafford out that way. So that is a right. sub-watershed itself. Yeah, the, 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 the Turtle Creek watershed is a sub-watershed of, of the Monongahela River okay. watershed. Yep. So it's it's you, you use the term of funnel, and it's kind of like almost a series of, of little funnels going into bigger funnels, going into, like you said, eventually the Mississippi River and down into the Gulf of Mexico. Yes, that's perfect. That's a perfect way to describe okay. it. Okay. Um, Rebecca Zasis is executive director of the Allegheny Watershed Association. We're talking about what they are doing, um, or Watershed Alliance, excuse me, um, what they are doing to help protect the health of our rivers and streams in the area, including a new project to plant 10 acres of trees and shrubbery uh, along the Allegheny and Monongahela River watersheds. A-W-A-P-A.org. Do you, uh, are you guys on Facebook uh, or Twitter at all? We are not on Facebook. We're on Instagram. You can follow us at Allegheny Watershed Alliance. Allegheny Watershed Alliance on Instagram. Okay. Um, We're going to have to take a little bit of a a, a break here, but um, before we take that break, tell us... uh, does everything feed into that watershed? So, you know, we've got a, there, we were sort of got creeks all over, or crooks, as we say, mm-hmm. in western Pennsylvania, all over the place. Um, these all eventually feed into some watershed? Yes. Yeah, so okay. everything, basically everything that in this this part of, uh, you know, southwestern Pennsylvania ends up in the Ohio River and, and then the Mississippi River. And what kind of things are we trying to keep out in terms of contamination? I mean, there are some obvious things like uh, uh, petroleum, oil, gasoline, stuff like that we're trying to keep out. But what are some sure. other things that contaminate these streams? Very simply, just think about stormwater runoff. So every time it rains, it's picking up nutrients and pollutants and litter and um, oil, gasoline, dog poop, bird poop, all of this stuff. Yeah. So that runs over the land and ends up in our streams, especially if you don't have any intercepts that goes right in. Okay. So just very simply, every time it rains, it's picking things up and then it's entering our streams, which are our drinking water source. Okay. That's a good place for us to take a break because um, I, I, I want to pick that up on the other side. Uh, Rebecca Zasis is with the Allegheny Watershed Alliance. She is the executive director, awapa.org, or follow Allegheny Watershed Alliance on Instagram. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. City Online has reached a critical point in our history where we need to raise money from the public to continue providing information both online and on the radio. If you can help by making a donation, we would very much appreciate it. Go to our website, TubeCityOnline.com, and click the Donate button. And thanks for supporting independent media in the Monioc area. And we're back. Our guest this morning is Rebecca Zasis. She is the executive director of the Allegheny Watershed Alliance, AWAPA. Dot O-R-G. They've got a new project. They're going to be planting 10 acres of trees and vegetation along the Allegheny and Monongahela River watersheds uh, between now and 2025. It's part of a statewide effort to plant 95,000 acres uh, across the state of Pennsylvania. You, you, before we took the break, um, we mentioned that you, you got this grant from the Department of Conservation and Natural Resources, it, uh, but you said it's a $90,000 grant, and the project you're estimating is going to cost $220,000 just in this Allegheny any county area. Uh, Where is the rest of the funding? Uh, Are you still having to raise funds, I guess, is what I'm... I'm throwing you this question. Are you looking for donations, (laughs) basically? No. Okay. We're not looking for um, any cash donations. Okay. What I'm looking for is volunteers. Oh. Okay. Let's let's get back to that, because that's... um, 
let, let's hold on to that. So if you're interested in a volunteer opportunity, uh, we'll discuss that in a couple of minutes. So these watersheds pick up all this stuff. You know, we had Jane Clark from Alcasan on last weekend to talk about uh, some of their projects and some of their upgrades. I know that's a that's a big issue for them is getting that rainwater, the stormwater runoff out of the rivers. It sounds like for the Watershed Alliance, it's the exact same problem. Sure. We um, we want to help with stormwater runoff issues as well because we want to see the quality of our streams and rivers improve in our region. And putting in streams and buffers is a part of that solution. That's, that's green infrastructure. Let's, let me ask you this because I, I think there's, a, there's certainly a perception that the rivers and the streams in, in western Pennsylvania are much healthier than they were. Um, 20, 30, 40 years ago uh, when we had a lot of industrial pollution going into them. But how healthy are they really? I mean, what, what's, how can we tell if our streams and rivers are healthy right now? Well, they're certainly cleaner than what they were in the past. However, we have um, more pavement and asphalt development, uh-huh. less forested lands. This all contributes to... Um, our water quality issues today, we have legacy pollution, we have fracking pollution, we have current industrial pollution. Um, so it's cleaner, but we still have a lot of issues to face. Abandoned mine drainage. Uh, well, there was a st- have not gone away, and we've layered on new issues. Well, there's two things that are in the news um, right now. One being that there is some mine runoff that was discoloring the Monongahela River down in Washington County. Um, I was sort of leaving this orange streak down the river, and we often see that those orange streaks um, from the abandoned coal mines. What what is that orange? What's in that pollutant? That's iron. Okay, that's iron, possibly aluminum, um, but it it destroys the the pH of our stream. So typically, when you see um, orange, that means that it has a low pH or it's very acidic, and which what- is obviously contributes to poor drinking water, but also makes it. Um, difficult for fish and wildlife to thrive. Thank you. You just answered the question I was just about to ask. Yeah, what does the what does that do to the aquatic life? The 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 fish yep. in, in there. It kills kills them or chases them away or both. Both. Okay. And and both. are are, did, are the are the fish? Is that kind of a barometer for us to know if the drinking water is safe for humans? Yeah, definitely. Um, Certain fish and um, insects, the macroinvertebrates, what fish feed on, okay. will only exist in certain uh, quality of water. So if you have trout and certain macroinvertebrates present, other fish, then you know it's, it's a great place for them to live, and that's, that's, a, that's a good source of water. However, um, you see lower quality species, then that's not a hospitable place, and that's definitely an indicator of the health of the water. Rebecca Zasis is with the Allegheny Watershed Alliance. She's the executive director, awapa.org. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking about some volunteer opportunities uh, that are going to be coming available as they are planting uh, 10 acres of trees and other vegetation to serve as buffers along the Allegheny and Monongahela rivers in our area. That sounds like it might be good exercise for people, huh? And a good opportunity <laughs> to get outside, huh? You bet. Okay. Time to exercise, time to get outside, and time to meet new people. So, so the reason that we, you know, we've had the Bassmasters tournament uh, was in Pittsburgh a couple of years ago. So, I mean, we all think that the rivers are are much healthier. But, um, w- what are some problems that that you and other watershed experts still see in terms of the quality uh, of the water in our area? Um, see a lot of nutrient pollution. So that's when people apply um, fertilizer uh-huh. to their lawns, it runs off. Um, also from agricultural operations, you'll see nutrient pollution. 
also sediment, which is dirt okay. and water. That's actually the number one pollutant in PA, and that causes a lot of problems. It destroys habitat, um, increases drinking water costs. Also, like I said, stormwater runoff that contains bacteria from dog poop, oil, gasoline, um, and we have frack water inputs, legacy pollution, and uh, fracking water inputs. Now, I've heard that dilution is the solution and that there's just so much water in the river that we shouldn't worry about. So what if a little bit of weed killer gets in the, the river? Or so what if a little bit of sure. um, fertilizer from, from lawn care gets in the river? Is, is that true? Is that accurate? I don't think that's accurate because okay. it is to a certain extent that everything continues flowing. So maybe that um, fertilizer uh, sediment isn't a problem for us here, but it certainly becomes an issue downstream. So think about the cumulative impacts and how that moves downstream and how Maybe we don't see the impacts here, but maybe in Ohio or Kentucky, they're seeing algal bloom, which is a result from this. So we have to we have to think about cumulative impacts. And, and certainly, in the, because as you said, the, these watersheds all flow into each other. I I, I, right. have, I have heard that those algae blooms are a big problem uh, in in right. Louisiana and 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 right. down along the lower Mississippi River. Sure, and we play a direct role in that. What about um, road salt? It's winter time, and as actually as we're as we're talking, there's still snow on the ground, and there uh, still the salt trucks are still out there. Um, does that salt uh, harm our watersheds as well? It does. It affects the quality of the water for for fish, insects, um, aquatic vegetation. It's definitely definitely an issue as well. Uh, Rebecca Zasis is the executive director of the Allegheny Watershed Alliance, awapa.org. They are also on Instagram at Allegheny Watershed Alliance. For folks who are maybe not super web savvy, Rebecca, I'm going to put you on the spot. Is there a telephone number people can call for more information? Of course, I welcome phone calls. Yeah. The phone number is 412 mm-hmm. 412-291-8006. Zero six. So when we're when we're talking about planting buffers uh, along the streams and watersheds, if all of this pollutants are, that are coming down the creeks and streams and, and the, the the rainwater gut, gutters and, and everything else that that flows into our rivers eventually, um, if it's bad for the fish, isn't it bad for the trees and the uh, uh, plant life that you're going to be planting? Uh, well, if you um, you select the right species and you plant them the right way with uh, the right people, we should we should have success. So because they're not directly in the water, they they'll do their they'll do their job. And and so how do they filter out this this junk, this extra fertilizer and um, road salt and 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 as you put the droppings from the birds and the dogs and the cats and everything else, deer. Um, how do they filter this stuff out? Right. Well, soil itself is a filter. So okay. When you have soil held in place by strong roots provided by trees and shrubs, the soil is able to absorb the water and hold it and let it naturally filter out. And, and, and what sort of um, shrubs and trees will you be selecting then to, to plant in these buffer areas? Let's see. Um, black walnut, pawpaws, um, willows. I'll have to uh, That's okay. <laughs> get back to But these, these, these sound like things that are native to western Pennsylvania anyways. We always... We always plant native trees and shrubs. We mm-hmm. always plant native trees and shrubs. It's, it's so important. They grow, they grow the best here. They provide the best habitat. They're suited for the area. 
and you get the most out of them. And and do you, uh, and this is probably way too technical for for most people listening. But uh, do you plant them in low lying areas? Do you plant them on stream and riverbanks? How how, yeah. how do you choose where to put them? Um, just uh, we have a just a general plan that you're you're planting them along the banks. You're leaving room for maybe the natural stream channel, and then you're you're planting just above that and. Far back will be about 50 feet in width. Thank you. That was my next question was about how far back. So about 50 <laughs> feet um, back from, and, and you said earlier you're looking for areas that are publicly owned on public land um, that you can get access to. Correct. Let's take uh, our, sec- our last break. Um, when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about how you're identifying the areas where you're planting. And I also want to, um, let's talk about the volunteer opportunities that people are going to have, Okay. Sure. Rebecca Zasis is executive director of the Allegheny Watershed Alliance. They are going to be planting 10 acres of uh, trees and uh, shrubbery and um, other types of plant life uh, along our rivers and streams to uh, help keep our waterways healthy along the Allegheny and Monongahela watersheds. 412-291-8006 is their telephone number. We'll be back in 30 seconds to wrap up. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. You know, we're looking for help in getting this show on the air and for help with other projects. If you're interested in the McKeesport area and you'd like to host a program or write articles for the website, call us at 412-614-9659 or email tubecitytiger at gmail.com. And we're back for a final few minutes. Our guest this morning is Rebecca Zasis with the Allegheny Watershed Alliance, 412-291-8006, awapa.org, or you can find Allegheny Watershed Alliance on Instagram. Uh, when we took the break, um, we mentioned that uh, you're going to be looking for places to plant the, the buffer zones, as they're called, uh, along the streams and, and, and creeks and along the Monongahela and Allegheny Rivers themselves. Um, this sounds like a big job to identify who owns what property? Can we plant there? Is, it a, is this a good place to plant? Who all works with you to, to pick those areas? Well, we have uh, computers and people. Uh, so we have a program that we can run on, our, you know, on a computer that shows us sort of the presence of existing streamside cover and um, where pollutants are entering. So where, where, where is there existing heavy pollutant loading and sediment loading? Um, and we can also overlay um, property parcels so we can see who, who owns what, so if it's owned by a particular municipality. And so that's our, our computer tool. And then our people tool is engaging with folks that we already have relationships with. Hey, what do you know? Uh, watershed groups and um, local government officials. D- d- so we'll kind of put those two things together. Does this work in concert a little bit with the trails? Because a lot of our rivers and streams now have uh, hiking, biking trails. The old rail tra- railroad right-of-ways have sure. been converted trails. Does this enhance the trails as well, then? It would enhance the trails, yeah. If there's, um, if there's a spot along the trails that we can we can plant something that's wide enough because we have to stick to that, that 50-foot width. So we will certainly be um, seeking opportunities along our, our rails to trails. How did you come up with the ten that it's going to be ten acres? Is that budgetary constraints, or is that an estimate based on the computer and mapping analysis? That's just uh, that's just budgetary. Basically, what what made sense for the grant and what we're able to get done. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And you're looking to get this done um, by 2025. You said. 
2025 is the goal for Pennsylvania to have 95,000 acres. Our grant is a five-year grant. Oh, okay. So you're looking to yeah. be done in, and let me do the math here, 2022. Yeah, I think around 2022. Okay. Correct. So you said you need volunteers to help do this. Yeah. yeah what do the volunteers do, and, and when do they do it? Well, a, a huge, the you know, aside from, of course, we want to see water quality improve in our region, um, a bigger part of this is community engagement. Okay. And we want people to understand the importance of these things and get them outside and get them networking. And we are supporting, we chose, we're, we're doing this in five watersheds across Allegheny County. Okay. And we chose these watersheds because of the presence of an active watershed group. So a group of people that get, get together and um, steward streams, do baseline monitoring, um, community events, education, cleanups. So we want people to get involved with their local watershed group. And so, what are, what are and some of those lo- local groups here? They, they name them, if you don't mind. Sure. So um, uh, Turtle Creek Watershed Association, Peters Creek Watershed Association, uh, Montour Run Watershed Association. There is a an effort in Plum Creek. So one of the criteria was either an active watershed group or intermunicipal cooperation. So we see a lot of opportunity in Plum Creek. The same for Street Run. Okay. So we want to um, we want to get people outside, and they'll be helping to plant trees and mulch and water. These are all in our our service areas here for our our uh, radio friends at uh, WEDO and WZUM. So um, if anyone who's within the sound of my voice right now uh, <laughs> probably has one of these watershed associations uh, in their backyard. Right. And, and, right. and yeah. what what time of year will you go out and and start doing the plantings? These will be spring and fall planting. Okay. That's the best time to plant. So we'll have a planting in the spring and most likely in the fall. Um, as I said, we're still evaluating so that there will be guaranteed plantings in the yeah. next five years. And we will publicize that on our website and also um, Instagram or give a call uh, within local municipalities and also through the water groups themselves. Will you train? Because I would have no idea what to do <laughs> going out <laughs> yeah. there. If you just stuck me with it, handed me a shovel, you're just going to hand someone a shovel <laughs> in a tree and say, here, go plant this. Sure. Okay. No, we want people We want people to understand how to do things, why yeah. they're doing things, and how to care for them afterwards. So planting day will certainly include a, a planting tutorial. What age range um, is this good for? Was this good for, for teenagers? Is this good for teenagers like scout groups? Is this good for uh, senior citizens who maybe are looking for something to do? Who can participate in this? We want everyone. Okay. We want everyone. Even if you can't directly participate, we'd love just to have you there talking and giving support and learning. It, it doesn't require any special skills then, and it doesn't require you don't have to bring your own tools and stuff. What 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 do they nope. what do the volunteers need to supply for themselves? Um, if they have a particular pair of gloves that they enjoy, or a particular you know shovel that they enjoy, they can bring that. But we'll we'll provide everything. Probably heavy closed-toed shoes and and long pants. Heavy closed-toed shoes, sure. Okay, yeah. but you don't have to be particularly athletic, and you don't have to have a particular green no. thumb to want to volunteer for this. No. Okay. There's something for there's something for everybody. We welcome everybody. And when do you anticipate um, uh, getting underway in, in this spring coming up? Yes, yes, most likely this spring. So keep a lookout um, for promotions for Planting Day. And um, if, if people want to get in touch with you, if they would like to volunteer, uh, the the telephone number again, please. Four one two two nine one eight zero zero six. 
or uh, visit the website awapa.org. And I would assume also if they live in one of these areas, Peters Creek, uh, which is sort of Jefferson Hills and, and Clareton area uh, in our listening area, Turtle Creek Watershed Association, Montour Run, Plum Creek Streets Run, if they live in the areas of one of these watersheds and they maybe know someone, that might be a, uh, a, an avenue as well, I would guess, right? Absolutely, and all of those watershed groups have their own websites and um, avenues for contact. How many volunteers will you estimate that uh, you're going to end up needing for this? Uh, well, it, it sort of depends because each planting will be, um, you know, a different different size and um, different number of trees. So, really, we just want as many people as we can. So, I can't really, and I can't not, really say. It and it's point. not all going out on the same day either. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not this giant people descending on. That would be yeah. That would be a, a logistic. It would be interesting, but a logistical problem. Um, yeah, right. and, and I'm assuming most of these things are happening on on weekends. Yeah, okay. yeah, it would okay. be weekends. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rebecca Zasis is the executive director of the Allegheny Watershed Alliance. They are at awapa.org, 412-291-8006. If you're interested in volunteering, they are going to be planting between now and 2022 about 10 acres <laughs> of uh, trees and uh, plant life and shrubs uh, along our streams and creeks to help keep those rivers clean. Um, they are becoming, uh, once again, one of our big assets in southwestern Pennsylvania. Rebecca, thank Thank you so much for taking some time to talk thank with us. Thank you for having us. me. And thank, thank you. Thank you all for listening to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 88.1 WZUM, the com, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. We'll see you next week. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at TubeCityOnline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, the Keysport, PA, 15134. You can email us at tubecitytiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online.